introduce yourself and uh, tell us about your dog life journey. Okay, yes, my name is uh, William Townsend, and uh, I pretty much man, I've been in love with dogs my whole life. I, uh, I pretty much I had them when I was young. I was young. My mom loved she just loved animals. Period. She didn't have to be a dog. She would take a cat or squirrel or if it was something out in the yard, she fed it. But uh, I really, I really was attracted to dogs, and uh, when I got old enough, I probably I started off with pit bulls, just about pretty much everybody that got into the American Bullies or whatever started with pit bulls. I started with pit bulls. I wasn't a breeder. I just had them. Uh, I, I just loved the dogs, period. I mean, I, I like I said, if, if, they, if I bred them, it went with the intent of making money. It was just, you know, I just loved the dogs. So I had pit bulls, and uh, when the American Bullies came around, I, uh, I got into the American Bullies. And uh, I bred American Bullets for a nice little while. I made some nice dogs, but I was, uh, I'm really not good at the business end of dogs. So I was a poor promoter. I didn't really attend too many shows. I mean, if I did attend shows, I didn't bring mine. I just wanted to uh, socialize with the, with the community and get out and see other dogs. But uh, I was horrible at taking pictures. All of, all, all of the things that, uh, <laughs> helped you sell dogs. I was pretty much bad at. Yeah. Other than making a good dog, I can make a good dog, but was promoting it or promoting myself or puppies or anything that had to do with me making money out of dogs, I was pretty bad at. So, uh, I did American Bullets for a while, and uh, I didn't like the changes that were were happening with the bullies when the exotic movement kind of came. So I kind of stepped back and I, I sold most of my dogs and I was so used to having dogs around me I just wanted something for the house and for the kids and you know just to have a dog around so that's that was my introduction into the shorty boy I was actually seen them at a probably American Bullish I seen them but I really didn't pay much attention to it but I wanted something small for the house and a Frenchie just wasn't my flavor and uh I still need, I'm a big guy, I'm like 6'4", so a small dog really wasn't my thing, but, you know, my wife and my kids, and I, and, and for the purpose of having them in I, I listened to the shorty bull, you know, once I got a shorty bull, man, I kind of fell in love with them, man, I started with one for the house, and I fell in love with them, and next thing I know, I had 13 of them, man, so uh -huh. that's pretty much been my journey <laughs> from, from a kid just starting off with pit bulls and and just always having dogs around me to actually trying to breed American bullies and stepping back from that and kind of accidentally getting into breeding shorty bulls. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man. What was it about the shorty bull compared to, like, the American bully that, that, that you really liked? Uh, it was the, the attitude of the dog. I mean, they they small dogs, but they're still athletic and they still have a little fire to them i mean don't get me wrong these dogs are not uh man stoppers or it's not going to stop anybody from breaking in your house but they have the attitude that they could right. even though you know at the side they are probably couldn't stop anything but just the attitude i love that it kind of gave me the um it reminds me of the people attitude but not not as you know not as intense as the people but it's still it kind of gave me that feel. Yeah. And I still, I still love pit bulls to this day. I just can't, I just don't, I can't afford to have them in my situation. But, uh, yeah. 
if they kind of gave me that attitude, but they still are. They, they're so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The versatile dogs, man. They just, however you want them to be, that's how they are. If you want a couch potato, then that's, they'll be a couch potato. If you want to get out and be active with them, they can do that too. It's, it's the versatility of the, of the dog that I really fell in love with. Because I could, they could go out and play with my kids, come in the house, lay on the couch. I mean, it is just, how, whatever I wanted to do with them, they were, they're pretty much, I can pretty much do whatever I want to with them. They, and they, they're, they're 100% yeah. right there with me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what pretty much, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the bullets too, but they were a little lazier. I don't want to use the word lazy. They were a little more reserved uh-huh. than, uh, than a pit bull would be. Yeah. And that, and that bread for that purpose, but uh, the shorter bull kind of bought back that uh, a little fly and, and still, you know, had a, a bully look to it. Yeah. You know. And I think that's what it was with the whole exotic movement. Everybody pretty much wanted the look of a shorter bull, <laughs> but without saying it was a shorter bull. Right. But you can't get the attitude of a shorter bull. So it's kind of, for me, it's the, the best of our worlds when it comes to the shorter bull. I, I know I'm, I'm pretty much pushing the shorter bull, but it's, I mean, I, I guess I have become a little fire who can be having them for so long yeah. and being around so much, but I mean, I just, I, I really fell in love with them. And, uh, like I said, I went from one to 13 real fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, and for a while, it's, the shorter bull has been around a lot longer than people actually know it. Uh-huh. I won't say around 20, 20, 20 to 25 years, if I'm not mistaken, is going that, in that direction. So it's been around a lot longer than people know. And me, myself, I probably haven't been in it uh, just probably around nine to eight years. I sat on the sidelines for a while, really just in that transition between bullets and shorts. I, I really sat back for a while and tried to analyze, you know, where they were going and and which direction the breed was heading in. So I feel like I went in. When I jumped in, like I said, I jumped in for a pit, and the more and more I looked into it, it was like, well, I'm going to breed, at least it's in the early stages, and I can help, you know, push it to the direction it should go. At least, you know, feel like I'm helping anyway. But, uh, they're, uh, uh, composite bulldog breeding, and I, I'm sure the intention was to be, to breed for a healthier bulldog, mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, a healthier alternative to the English and French. Yeah. And then, and it's uh, pretty much an uh, English bulldog, French bulldog, and uh, Staffordshire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think the Staffordshire was meant to help bring it all together and would uh, make it a little healthy. And they used the bulldogs they used, the Frenchies and the English bulldogs they used, were really athletic and bred with the purpose of being a healthier mm-hmm. alternative. So, yeah, I mean, it's, like I said, I, can, I, can, I can't say enough good about it. I, like I said, it's, Like it should be the breed should be way more popular in my opinion. Cause like I said, I really believe that they're, they're really great dogs, real sturdy. I, I I don't know anybody. I, I don't know many English bulldog breeders or French bulldog breeders. I know some, but 
to be able to keep these dogs outside year round, for me, says a lot. I mean, I live in Nashville, Tennessee. It gets hot. Mm-hmm. It gets cold here. I keep them out all season, and that they're good. I don't have to worry about them passing out or having a heat stroke or you know any of that. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 another thing about me. Tony, sturdy little dogs. You know, they pretty much can handle themselves. And don't have to worry. I mean, I had a. Believe it or not, I went through almost every bull breed yeah. <laughs> at one point. I, either I've owned it or known somebody to own them. And I had an English bull dog that would go out, run in the yard, and pull a muscle. And it kind of just, it just really pulled me to, it, it pulled me up having to take this dog to the vet every other month. Yeah. Because something was wrong. And I'm like, man, I, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it just like, it, just like most bully breeds, though, and uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to keep the scale in the middle because right now, like I said, like every every bull breed, it seems like tends to uh, tilt towards the English bulldog side of things because of the look, mm-hmm. and it kind of you know it's hard to play the medium when you're trying to breed these dogs. You ever, like I said, everybody wants the big bone, the big head, and the bully looks. But with, with that, you know, it kind of, like you said, it might bring the pinched nostrils, the, the you know, heavier breathing and things like that. So it's kind of hard to, when you bring these dogs, you always got to keep in mind that, yeah, it's, it's good to, for it to look good, but at the same time, you want that function. And that's what I try to do with my dogs. I try to, I try to play the medium. You know, I want to, I still want it to look like I want it to look, but at the same time, I want to keep the drive at all, at all costs. I want to keep the drive, yeah. And I want them to be healthy like that, like they're meant to be. And like I said, with with, with our bullet breeds, it seems to like like the American bullets did, and uh, I think the French has had a little more. Where it was like I was seeing a lot of big, bigger, more English looking Frenches walking the way. I mean, let's let the dogs be what they're meant to be, and yeah. you know, breed English bulldogs, breed, breed English bulldogs, but you know. If you're going to breathe the shortest, you know, play, at least play the medium and, and try to keep them what they're meant to be, which is healthy and, and durable. Yeah. Yeah. Did, on that, Lars, go ahead and kind of talk about your program and what, and what kind of standard that you're looking for in your dogs and and um, what what is the future of the program? You know, what where do you see it in five or ten years? Well, for me personally, I like I said, I... I like I like to keep the drive in the dogs, and uh, I kind of try to. I mean, I, as best I can, I try to just keep my head and stay in my own yard and, and breathe to my vision. Mm-hmm. Of course, stay into the vision of the uh, of the standard. You know, of course, you want a functional dog. You want it to be, you know, uh, you want it to be set to the standard. But I, I always want mine to be as small as possible, <laughs> yeah. and that's just me. I like I like them to be as small as possible, but I still want the I wanted heavy muscle and good bone and nice size heads and all that, but I wanted to be able to be in if, if need be, if people want two or three and want to keep them in their apartment or house, I want that to be possible and keep them as small as possible. And like I said, still keep them healthy, good and thick and sturdy. And uh, I'm a, and that's how I started with good. I, when I was looking for my stock, I started with the stock that I felt that vision that I wanted. I wanted small as I can get them stocky, sturdy, and, and durable. And uh, that's what I pretty much breathe for, and that's what I'm heading to. I mean, 
I've gotten pretty pretty much every generation I've gotten smaller. And uh once I get to a nice size that I feel is good, then I I'll 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 wanna keep it as small as as stock as as it is probably right. I know I keep saying it but that's that's the only thing I can really think of is like I got, I got a certain look I like I like the wide chest and I wanna I wanna keep the wide chest and I there's certain dollars in my program that you can see them like it's starting to become a look. Like I said, I've just been messing with I've been breeding these out for nine years. I really haven't I'm still I'm still a work in progress really, so and it's, it is always gonna be that way. You're always striving to put a better, keep getting better and better and better. So like I said, I'm just now getting to a point where I can look at my dog and say, Okay, if I put this dog around other shorty bulls you can look at this dog until it comes from my yard. Yeah. And uh, I, w- I try to, like I said, I try not to even look at what other people are doing because it's hard to, uh, when you have a vision, it's hard to see what's going on and see what's, what's popular and still try to keep what you want. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, it's easy to get influenced when you see what everybody else is doing, how good they're feeling and, you know, what gets trend trends and all that stuff that, that come out when you paying attention to other people is it, really hard to keep your you know keep keep your original vision and I, I try to like I said I try to stay to myself as much as possible and keep 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 my original vision how I wanted it and, and stick to it as much as possible I would like all of mine to be I have some that are really really tiny man and I mean for my females I mean, it, it gets hard when you start getting to those females and you have to breed them, and they're so tiny that you're looking at them, it's like, there's no way this dog can hold uh, three puppies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you want that small dog, but at the same time, it's like, I get, you know, I got to keep my program going. I can't get too small. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I try to stay around 12 at the most. Uh in the 25 to 30 pounders range. Um, like I said, I, I think the the height for the standard, I, I think the height, the max height is maybe 14 inches, I believe that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure, and I'm not sure if they moved the weight, but I think at one point it was 40 pounds, but I think now it's more about proportions as far as the mm-hmm. standard goes. But mm-hmm. I like to keep mine from 25 to, 25 to 30 pounds. That, that was, that's pretty much where I'm at with like my male's probably more the the higher twenty pound range mm-hmm. to thirty females around the, the twenty pounds, twenty five pound range. And uh that's why I like mine. And now, like I said, I got some dogs that's maybe ten inches tall maybe. And uh but like I said, once you get that small and compact, cause like I said pretty much for me you want the proportions to be right. So if it, if it's 12 inches long, I think for it to be like, you know, 12 inches tall and 12 inches long, like, so square. Mm-hmm. So, when you start getting so compact, it kind of, you know, it, it'll throw off, uh, it'll kind of throw things out when you start getting a little too small. But like I said, it's like, when you're breeding, you gotta, you gotta play with it and, and you try to find the, the happy medium with things. And yeah. like I said, I try not to get too small, but I do want it as small as possible. And that's kind of, well, my blood has been going here recently for what I'm what I'm getting and how I've been breathing. Um, mm-hmm. 
like I said, I, it's it's just playing that happy medium. And I, out of, out of all the physical traits, I'm more concerned with keeping the drive and, and keeping the health. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where it gets tricky because that's the most important thing to me. And I, I see it kind of dying off in this horn because you you breed yourself in the corner and you want to go out and use dogs that outside of your yard that, that has that drive and health that you want. But, you know, everybody's not breeding for that. So it, it, it's easy to breed yourself in the corner and, and get stuck doing the same thing over and over. It's hard to progress that way. Right now, I, I feel like the uh, what what they used to create the shorter bulls. I feel like was a a, a perfect match. Yeah. I think they did a really good job mm-hmm. in in creating uh, the shorter bull, and uh, I think everything that is needed is, is there pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can't I can't complain one bit. Like I said, I'm, I love these dogs. So it, it really wouldn't be another breed that I could add that would that would help the breed out in any way. I think I think where it's at is, is is great. It's just like like I said with any breed, trying to play that happy medium and uh and you know, keeping a look keeping a look what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean like I said, there's a lot there's so many different styles of shorty bull but if you if you can't look at a shorty bull and say, That's a shorty bull to me, I mean it's 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 lost. Yeah. I mean we we you losing the battle. So I try to keep it as, as short as possible. Like, like I said, I, I mean, dealing with bully, uh, with bully breeds, like I said, it seems like it always tends to everybody gravitates towards the English bulldog side of things just mm-hmm. to, to that look. But, uh, like I said, that, that healthy, that healthy, uh, balance is, is the goal. It's the goal for me anyway. Yeah. And like, uh, speaking about health, what, what is the lifespan that you've, you, you've had so far, man. You know, I've seen some old shorty bulls, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I've seen a, like I said, the breed is young, so it's it's, it's hard to kind of keep a. Uh, I don't know what exactly the average is, mm-hmm. but uh, I would guess, uh, like I said, I've seen some old, so I would guess t- ten to twelve years would be, yeah, wouldn't be considered. Oh, I got like my. I have a male right now, and he's eight, mm-hmm. and he's still a. I mean, he's still a maniac. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he can. If I let him, he'll go all day. He will chase about all day. Mm-hmm. If I let him, well, and, and like I said, he's he's eight years old, and he's not slowing down at all. So I I, I mean, I, as far as I know, they. I I don't know how long he'll go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's a good sign. That's a good I don't know how that, and I mean, from what I see, uh, just from from people who've been in it longer than me, like in the, from the founders, they have dogs that been around for fifteen years, and, and yeah. they'll still look good. Yeah, still still can out here acting like dogs. So. What what's your uh, yeah. thought on on uh, natural or cropped ears? What uh, do you like them both, or or do you have a preference? I prefer the cropped ear. Yeah, I prefer the cropped ear. Uh, to me, it just it, it, it makes the uh, for me. I, I like the crop look better because it, it just I don't know. It makes the head better for me. Yeah. Sometimes the uh, ears might can hide a little head structure a little bit, but. Uh, 
just to kill any confusion, because like I, I've had uh, shorter boys that did stick straight up just like Francis. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want the confusion. <laughs> yeah. I try to have mine cut before they even leave the... Uh, if I sell a shorter boy as a pup, I make sure they're cropped before they even leave, because I don't, I don't want the confusion. I don't want... You know, if, if it comes from my yard, I want people to be able to say distinctly, that's, that's a shorter boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and so, so, don't get me wrong, I've seen some nice shorty bulls with ears. Uh, some some can some some have ear sets that that just naturally look good and, yeah. and nice. But for me, I, I can't deal with the the Frenchy ear, mm-hmm. <laughs> the Batman look. Nah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer a nice look, a nice short crop, and uh. I prefer the nice short crop. But like I said, I think in other countries, uh, some of them, they can't even, they, they're not allowed to crop the dog. So yeah. I've seen some nice shorties from overseas yeah. with ears. And uh, so I, I'm not knocking them at all. It's just my personal preference. I, I like a nice short crop. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, like, I, don't, like, don't get me wrong, I have seen some really, really nice dogs with really, really nice ear sets. Yeah. They look really good, and you can actually look at them, even though they have ears, and, and you can distinctly say that's a shorty boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not knocking anybody else's style. Yeah. I just prefer a nice short crop, and uh, and to, to me, if, for head shape purposes, it it really accentuates the head shape in my opinion. Yeah, most definitely. Um, uh, I mean, typical typical bulldog issues. I mean, uh, I think. Uh, the first uh, thing that people was, was worried about was the cataracts. And, uh, I mean, it just comes from, you know, if you test your dogs, you, you're pretty much good. Like, health testing the dogs is very, very important. And that way you know if you do have a dog with cataracts, either you don't breed it or you don't breed it to another carrier. So, you know, it's, certain things are easy to wash out. But it's typical, typical bull dog stuff. It's just not the norm, you know. Like, um, the, the soft palettes, uh, you still get those bulldog traits that come through every now and then. That's why I was saying, this, like, you really got to play a, a happy medium with these dogs because if you start leaning towards that English bulldog look, it's going to bring, it's going to bring the problems. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's typical bulldog traits that, uh, health, health, health problems that you would expect from a bulldog, but, like I said, you just that just comes from, you know, breeding towards that way, you know. Right. Like, like if you if you don't want it, you can. It's easy to breed away from. It. That's 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 how I I've always looked at it. Right. So if I had a dog with uh, any kind of breathing problems, any kind of health problems, either it's not gonna get bred or it's not gonna get bred to close to anything like itself. So that that's the way I look at it. I mean, it's I've seen uh, I've had I've had a couple of dogs with a uh, soft palate, and that's pretty much the only problem that I've had. I had a I had a I had one with some uh, eye problems, which you know is kind of typical for 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 bulldog, English bulldogs anyway. But yeah, yeah. I haven't I haven't had anything. You know, fears to why I look at it as, as a real problem. You know, 
You talked about uh, health testing. So you health test your, your dogs? And, and, and yes, I, I, do, I have special cataracts mm-hmm. anyway. I, I make sure I send out for cataracts because I, I do remember, you know, at one point it was, you know, it was a, it was a problem. And so <clears throat> I've always made sure to, to test for cataracts. Uh, I try to test for hips and uh, that's, that's pretty much all I'm all I'm testing for mm-hmm. right now. And uh, that's just because, like I said, it, at at one point it was considered a problem. Like, I, I came into the breed, like, most, and I just, I just thought it was, uh, everything was healthy. But, like, any breed you get into, everything is not going to be 100% a certain type of way. Right. So, you know, it's, it's always best just to test your dials and see what's going on with it. You see a problem, I mean, like, like I said, it's easy to breathe away from that stuff right. uh, to eliminate it. That's, that's how I look at it. It's, it's a problem that's getting paid on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's no sense in to, you know, messing up the gene pool. Mm-hmm. And who did you get your first uh, shorty bull from? My, short, my first shorty bull actually came from uh, a guy named Haley. Mm-hmm. It was a... Uh, a blue white shorty bull, and her name was Lush, and uh, that was my first shorty bull. I bought her for the house, and uh, never looked back, man. <laughs> and she was an older female. I really, like I said, I really didn't have too many plans on breeding. She was a really, really small dog, really small, and uh, really nice looking dog. Like I said, for me personally, I wanted to get, you know. I bought the style of dog I like, and I wanted to breed in my yard and get my look, myself, you know, for what I like. Mm-hmm. And then when I seen what I had, I'm, like I said, I'm still in, in the process of uh, developing everything that I want. So right. when time comes that I need to reach out to someone else's yard, I'm sure what I like and what I don't like about my my dogs that I breed personally, and then I can reach out and. Dabbling other, you know, other people's other people's dogs. Like I said, I'm still pretty much trying to develop the look that mm-hmm. that I want with the dogs that I have. Uh, and go from there. And I, and I, I think, I think the breed personally, I, I think the breed would be in a better place if more people did their own thing and then reach back out for help because. I don't know why, but it, the breed is not growing like it should in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And like I said, for the breed, the, for the for this breed to be so great, it, it's 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 not close to what it to what it should be in my opinion. Right. For me, having these dollars as long as I have, I mean, I feel like everybody should have one. That's just my personal opinion. But that's how I feel. I feel like it should be on the level of. Uh, the English Bulldog and the French Bulldog. Mm-hmm. I know the, the French and English Bulldog have been out way, way longer, but in my opinion, it should be as popular as those two breeds. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just feel like, you know, we, the shorter bull breeders really need to, to push it a little harder to get, get the breed a little more mainstream. And, uh, where do you, uh, who do you register with? What registry? Um, 
I've, I personally, I went through the, I have a, I probably shouldn't even say this, but I have a real hard time with registers because it just doesn't flow the way I need it to. But I, I've been, I've registered with BBCR and uh, BBC. Uh, for people who get dogs from me, I tell them they can go register with the, I mean, once you get the, I think the BBC and BBCR are the, the mother breeds pretty much. But you have to have one or the other to register with other breed, uh, with other registries. Um, like I said, it, with, with the sort of world, it's politics like any other breed. And I believe it's a little controversy going on with registries and who you can register to, to and how you can register ABKC. I, like I said, I, I'm kind of a state of myself, so I'm really not sure what's going on too much with the politics and all that stuff, but yeah, the, the registries are a little shaky right now, but uh, BBC and BBCR, I believe, are, are still the the mother registries to the shorty bull. And, and so many registries, there's so many bull breed registries out there now. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can, there's 20 other registries that register the shorty bulls. I just don't know all the names. I'm, like I said, it's a new one pops up every day, so yeah. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really not sure. I, I know at one point I believe they were trying to take the shorty bull uh, to the AKC, maybe. And so that's still, I think that's still a a, a work in progress. Like I said, I'm, I'm not sure, but I know at one point they were aiming in that direction. Right, right. Yeah, I've uh, you know stick with what you know and. Let everybody, <laughs> yeah. let everybody else uh, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, these the registries are, uh, and like I said, with the new one popping up every day, the ones that we do have, you never know when you get your paperwork back. But yeah. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. So I, I leave that alone. <laughs> right, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Do you uh, do you show your dogs, or do you plan on showing your dogs? Or you know what, I don't show my dogs. Uh, I probably should, and it probably would help me uh, better marketing. But uh, I don't show my dogs. I, I really don't enjoy dog shows like I used to. I mean, when it, when the American Bully was around, when I was doing that, I really enjoyed going to dog shows and actually, you know, just to interact with other breeders and to and put your hands on dogs but uh in my opinion the dog shows these days is a is really not a lot of socializing a lot of uh, interacting because everybody's so serious and, and so busy getting back and forth to the ring you hardly got time to even get your hands on a dog that you might been watching on the internet or something for a couple of years you're like okay I want to see this dog and actually put my hands on it but you know the, the owner might be so busy getting his dial back and forth to the ring, you actually don't need to ever put your hands on the dial. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not my thing right now. I try my hardest to get my dials in the people's hands that would would like to show, just for you know to help the notoriety out for my kennel a little more. But it's not really a uh, it's not really a point of focus for me. No, I, I'm always gonna breed for the standard, but uh, producing a show, uh, having a show champion is, is not my aim. Yeah, no, I respect. I that. will really, 
I would rather have I, my my aim is to create a dog that you look at and say, "Wow, that's a nice dog." Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and if it gets in the hands of a person that's going to take it to the show ring and and put it out there, that's great. If it doesn't, if it just goes to a home and ends up being somebody's lap dog, that's fine with me too. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I'm just I, and, 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 and it's funny you said because I really. I really, I really thought about doing the show thing, but like I said, it's, that's an expensive thing. I got four kids, yeah. four young kids at that, so traveling around the country trying to show a dog, that's, that's, I don't, I, I'm not, I ain't cut out for it right now. No. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. yeah. Maybe when you start to, to wind down a little bit, maybe that'd be something to do. And, and, and nothing against people to show. I mean, if, if that's that thing, yeah. you know, I, I love to see nice dogs, and, and if they in the show ring, doing that thing, that's that's great. But with the shorty boys, to me, with the competition, with it, with it being so little shorty boys in the ring, I mean, it it, um, yeah, I, it wouldn't mean nothing for me to champion a dog. I don't, I don't think it would do anything for me. So yeah, yeah, it's. It's, it's one of those things. Hopefully one day. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. <laughs> Talk about uh, your, your kennel setup. What does that look like? I'm in transition right now. I'm in transition. I just uh, I just got some concrete laid, and uh, I dropped a, a 24 by 20 uh, slab of concrete. I'm probably going to get uh, two rows of kennels under a carport on the concrete. Been too fancy. I got a a couple of I got a couple of uh, storage buildings uh, for my for um, litters I have, and I try to I I got those uh, I put walls up and electricity and all and all that for uh, for my weapon rooms and stuff like that. But for years I done it in the house and uh, realized my daughter was allergic to dogs real late, so. <laughs> I had to pretty much move everything out of my house and, and try to get everything situated. But I'm in a, I'm, I'm actually in, in transition right now. I have you know, my dogs are kind of close to my house right now, which mm-hmm. I, I don't like that. So here's something I'll be moving everything back towards the back of my yard and, uh, and getting everything how I need it. But yeah, I, I kind of I had to cut some trees down in my backyard, so I had to move all my dogs and. Uh, I don't know how good you are with stuff like that, but once <laughs> I did that two years ago, and, and I haven't moved my dogs back to the back of my yard yet. <laughs> no, so I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a procrastinator at, at, at the at the most. So yeah, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the middle of getting everything back like it needs to be. Hopefully, when I when I get it all set up, I can take a nice video and let everybody see that I finally got it together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, uh, so I, when I thought I was, uh, when I was reading American Bullies, mm-hmm. and I thought I was doing good, and I thought I was looking like a professional, I went to, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Dayton, down at Mo Better Blues in Georgia. <laughs> I went to his job, and I said, you know what, I'm, I'm not doing it right, I, I'm not doing it good enough. So he, he said, he gave me a real good blueprint of what a good setup should look like. <laughs> yeah. so, so I've been aiming for that 
Abel since I left his yard years and years ago. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to get some to get get it together. But uh, for for a while, I just you know I always as long as I had a kennel room with a with a tarp over the top. Yeah. You know, I felt like I was doing good, but now that you know, when the dogs make some money for me, I put it right back into the dogs and, yeah. and, and get exactly what I need. <laughs> I've been working towards that for a while now. No. Like I said, I'm I'm pretty much the worst at like building stuff, so I, I always have to call somebody and pay pay probably too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm the, I'm the same way. I. I got two left thumbs. I've I've never uh, never been good with tools, and all my you know my whole working <laughs> career has been uh, dealing with, in the people business. So I I can sit and talk to people and and, and try to motivate them and help them out, and then that's it. Uh, get me to build something, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least you got one. Of them, right? You can you can talk to the people and motivate them to do it for you. Yeah, exactly. I really. Uh, like I said, when it when it when it's outside of dogs, man, it's like if I'm not talking about dogs, I'm pretty much not saying too much anything. Right, yeah, that's me. I, that's I, I was like, I, even with dogs, man, I'm pretty much to myself. Like I said, I, I'm pretty much to myself, man, and all about making the better dog, man. And uh, and it's, it's it might be a bad thing for us promotion for me, but that's just how it's been for years. And, and hopefully one of these days, like, I'll get out of my shed and get to these shows and really get, get the moving again. But as of right now, man, I just I just keep my focus on making good dogs and uh, and getting them in good homes, man. So you know, being a family man, do you, uh, do you uh, is your family involved with the dogs? Do they help you out? And they do they do? They uh, yeah. You know, when I first met my wife years ago, she was scared of dogs, so. She still doesn't want to do too much with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my kids love them. They get out there with them, and uh, they help me clean and and do all of that stuff. But uh, that's like I said, that's a that's a that's a double edged sword in itself because you know it's a business that they, a lot of times it's, it's it's still a business. So you know if their favorite dog is. Is leaving because somebody offers some money. Yeah. <laughs> it, it turns into a real problem. Mm-hmm. No, I <laughs> so I, I, I've lost money just because my kids are so attached to a, a certain dog that's really not breeding material. <laughs> but, you know, that's the dog they, they prefer to play with. So, you know, it's just one of those things. Hopefully, you know, when they get older, they'll realize, you know, the situation. <laughs> but, uh, as of right now, you know, I got this nine, I got a nine, seven, nine-year-old, seven-year-old, five, and, uh, and a one-year-old, so they don't understand the, no. the business behind that. So that's all they know is, yeah. this is Mike, he's just my best friend. <laughs> right. Right. <clears throat> So, uh, yeah. having thirteen dogs, what uh, what kind of diet do you feed them? Uh, I actually right now I feed Victor, but uh, that's another thing. I'm in a, a process of, of switching over. I I went back and forth uh, 
was feeding the raw diet. Mm-hmm. But uh, with me, it's, it's, it's so time consuming to uh, it's that's a that's a hard thing to keep up for me anyway. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I just invested in a better meat grinder and uh, a deep freezer to really get it going. I was actually like every day Monday. I go grind up the food, feed it to him. It was like I was grinding every day instead of actually grinding, storing it in the freezer, and just taking it out when it's ready to use. So it was it was getting hard for me to keep up, staying consistent mm-hmm. with with feeding that way. So it was just a lot easier for me to feed uh, dog food. And I was feeding uh, Victor, which is uh, fairly expensive when you got a lot of dogs. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's, that's one of those things. I tell a lot of people, man, when you get into dialysis, if you, know, if you don't love dogs, it's, 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 not, it's not for you. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody uh, doesn't like cleaning up dialysis. Excuse my life. Yeah, no. Everybody doesn't like doing that. So, I mean, between doing that and buying dog food and, you know, uh, vit, vit, visits here and there and, you know, it's, it's, if you don't really have a love for these dogs, breeding is not the place for you. And it's a lot of people that just want to make a quick buck off these dogs that really have no clue what they're getting themselves into. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably, uh, I'm probably still in the red. <laughs> yeah. No, I believe. I'm probably still, I'm probably still in the red. But you know, I mean, like I said, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. I, I, I really love breeding these dogs. I, like I said, I, I've had a, numerous people come to me and tell me, like, well, you don't breed exotics, and uh, it's more money in Frenchies, or you know, this, this, or that. And I'm like, man, I don't, I don't like Frenchies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't breed exotics because I, I like dogs that can walk. I mean, you know, it, it, it's just. I actually, I have a love for, for shorty boys, and, and that's why I, I, that's why I have them. That's why I breed them. Cause I, 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 I really love these dogs, and, uh, I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything about them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a friend that tried to talk me into, uh, what was it, a cane course like he was trying to talk me into? He was like, man, you need something to protect those shorties. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 I don't need anything that big. I thought yeah. I've had these little dogs for so long that, any dog looks huge to me. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the park the other day and I seen some bullies and I was like, why those dogs are huge? And they, and they probably went, what, 17 inches maybe? Yeah. 70 pounds? But I was like, wow, these are huge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's, like I said, it's working, working progress, man. Yeah. Uh, no, man, like I said, I, I appreciate you, uh, Give me a chance to uh, talk about my dog and voice my opinion. Uh, like I said, I really don't do too many, too much talking. But I, like I said, I, I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to, to to sit down and talk to you, man. It's gonna sound crazy, but every time I get the rolling, yeah, I, I have a I have a certain times of year that it seems like none of my dogs get pregnant. I don't know what's going on, yeah. but. <laughs> I actually have maybe I, I should have a, 
I actually have my website, tsushortable.com, and I always uh, keep it updated. And, and uh, in the future, Breeze, I have it on the website. And I'm also on uh, Facebook and Instagram under TSU Shorty Bulls. And so, uh, like I said, I, I try to keep all of that updated and, and Breeze and all my dials, pictures. I have thousands of pictures. And anytime I have Breeze, man, I try to advertise them there. So, Whatever's coming up, man, I, I'll have it on there. Hopefully, it'll be something soon. Yeah, and like I said, if any time you, you got something to say and, and you feel like you want to come on, um, uh, just hit me up and and we'll, we'll do it. I um, We'll do this again anytime you want. So, Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. You just, this is great, man. I, I like what you're doing. And, uh, it's, it's plenty of readers out there, man. man. That was, I'm sure there's gonna love uh, talking about that dog on here. Man. 